Hello and welcome. I'm Tara, the founder of Raising Resilient Children, where I support parents and educators with tools and skills for feelings, kindness, and everyday mental well being, also known as social emotional skills and empathy. As a longtime educator, former preschool owner, and parent, I know that there is no cookie cutter approach to raising children, and information can be overwhelming. Let's tackle some of this by having some important conversations and digging into some different topics. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that comes up in a lot of my conversations with parents, and that is transitions. I think one of my most impactful workshops uh, that I gave this year was my Tricky Transitions workshop. And ultimately, the truth is at the root of most of my conversations is some, you know, discussion around transitions. But that particular workshop had a lot of aha moments for people. So I thought it might be helpful to share a bit about it here. Transitions are they're everywhere, whether it's big ones like back to school or smaller ones like switching from playtime to dinner time or trying to get out the door. Transitions are that piece of everyday parenting that are probably one of the most frustrating elements of parenting. And when I'm talking to parents, one of the very first things that I like to, to, to sort of make a connection for is to think about transitions as alarm clock styles. So if you can imagine for a moment, there's the morning person who is up before it rings, right? That's me. I don't use alarm clocks because I don't need them. And then there's the semi-morning person who get up when it rings, right? Alarm goes off, up they get. And then you have this news button user who hits it once, has that extra nine minutes, and then they're ready. And then, of course, we have the multiple snooze button user, right? Hits it many times before they are ready to get out. I think it's really helpful to use this as a sort of guide because it shows you different types of people are reacting to the first transition of the day. And it really gives us a great sort of point of reflection to think about how our transitional expectations might not reflect our child's transitional needs or the other people in our house or in our life. When we're thinking about transitions, there's really two parts to think about as a parent. The first piece is what are our adult expectations, right? What do we expect out of a transition? And usually that relates to time. And then our second thing that we think about is what is our child's abilities related to that transitional need? Now, we as adult society as a whole, we really focus on time and schedules for transitions, right? What's the deadline? What time is lunch? What time is pickup? What time do we need to be in XYZ place? And so on. Here's the thing. Children don't really think in terms of time. And as a concept, they really don't relate to time until much older than maybe we really realize. It might be closer to like seven or nine-ish when children sort of really start to grasp time as a form of sort of transitional nuance. But even then, the complexity still isn't there the way it is for us. For us, time is deeply meaningful and it sort of really sort of helps us. And one of the things that we need to do is we have to teach children as they grow this sort of relationship with time, but it's really not something that they understand from the get-go. So if they don't understand time, what exactly do they understand? So they think more in terms of tasks and activities. I'm going to build this block tower until it's as tall as me. I'm going to push this train until it's not as fun anymore. I'm going to win this battle until it's done, right? And so on, depending on the age and stage. So you can probably imagine knowing this, what I'm about to say next. And that is, 
I'm not the biggest fan of timers or clocks for supporting children through transitions. It's not that I don't think they can be helpful, but I really don't think they're the best tool to use to help children build the skills because they're not concrete enough. They work really well for the personalities with a jump out of style better transitioning. And for everyone else, they're a little bit abrupt. As a side note, your child's transitional needs may or may not reflect their literal out of bed personality. I just like to use that as an example. Your child's transitional needs are something that you need to figure out how to support. And that's one of the reasons that I share that as an example. I, I actually came up with this example when I, when I talk to parents who are really sort of frustrated and hitting a wall with the transitions in their life. And they would say things to me like, I remind them and it's just not enough. I remind them and they don't listen. They're so defiant, right? These kinds of things. Now, there's a whole bunch of layers here, but one of those layers is, How are we reminding and what kind of reminders does our child need to support them in flipping their brain? Kids who need some transitional time, those are the kids that tend to have really big feelings when you flip too quickly. And this is something I really dug into in my workshop. And if you want access to the replay, you can totally find it in the show notes. I think another point I think is important to make about time and transitions, uh, especially when we're talking about younger children, is that we are typically really quite terrible at setting a great example about time. We're quite notorious for saying five more minutes or one more minute and then not actually sticking to that time. We get distracted by another parent at the playground. We want something to end much faster than we anticipated. Our kids are having fun until they're not and so on. This this really doesn't help our children understand what five minutes truly feels like. So it's another example where time isn't really supporting our goal. So how do we tackle this? Well, part one, I already talked about. You need to sit down and reflect on your child's transitional needs. Here's some questions you can ask yourself. What is our hardest transition? How long does it actually take? And how long do I want it to take? There's a really important distinction here between the time we think it should take and how long it actually takes. Which leads us to a hard question we have to ask ourselves. Does my adult expectation reflect my child's current ability? Transitions are a form of skill building. They're part of the executive functioning. So in other words, they include a ton of layers, planning, emotional regulation, listening, understanding directions, employing flexible thinking, using your working memory, time management, and so on. It's a really important part of our brain. And it's something that takes some time to develop. This lends me to part two. If we don't use time, then what do we do? So in our adult planning, we need to start assigning the the amount of time it's actually taking for the transition until our child builds the necessary skills for the transition. That means you're not always going to have the 20 minutes it currently takes be 20 minutes. But while we're in the skill building process, we're going to assign the time it does take so that we take some pressure off that moment. The next thing we need to do is start using something I call transitional cues. Made famous by Purple Dinosaur, the cleanup song, right? The cleanup song is seen as this super playful way to get young children to tidy up. Here's the thing, though. What it's actually doing is creating a transitional cue. It's helping children flip their brain from playtime to cleanup time to whatever they're going to do next, right? When we use transitional cues to support children, it helps them flip their brain. This might look like when we leave the park, you'll get to do two more slides and then it's time to go. 
Something I talk about in my program, Building Resilience Through Kindness, is how we need to get really good at using language to support our parenting for situations like this. But the general idea is this. Instead of using time, we're going to use concrete actions. Things like, let's go grab a drink of water and meet me on the stairs, and then we'll put on your shoes. By the end of the song, we need to have all our clothes on. This type of idea. What you're going to do is think of actionable steps that you can connect with time to support you with helping your child build skills for transitions. Things like, we need to leave in five minutes. That gives you time to do... We need to shut the game off in 10 minutes. That means you probably have time to build XYZ in your world. Part of that piece is also sitting with your child a few minutes to see what kinds of things they can accomplish in certain timeframes. And that will actually serve as a great place for connection. As with most things, children and people, there's the skills we need to build. And then there's the skills we need to build for our feelings to handle the thing. I know when you stop to think about the tricky transitions in your home, there's likely some unwanted behaviors or feelings that have come along for the ride. That's the skill building piece that is so often overlooked. We have the physical skill, right? The moving from one thing to another. And then there's the emotional skill to handle the annoyance, the disappointment, the frustration, the worry, etc. When we stop doing something we are enjoying to move to something we don't, there's going to be some feelings there. When we need to get through something quickly and we aren't great at the steps, there's feelings there too. These feelings are on both sides. You and your child. This is something I'm going to be sharing in my upcoming free seven-day parenting toolkit bootcamp. This bootcamp is packed with valuable tools to support you with becoming the parent you want to be. You're going to learn three key tools for understanding behavior, how feelings work, and what discipline with kindness looks like. In the free seven-day parenting toolkit bootcamp, you will learn what social-emotional skills are and why you need to know them as a parent how Dino Brain and the stress cycle is impacting your parenting, and I will be introducing you to a piece of my signature framework, Parent Clues for Problem Solving, so that you can start to understand what your child's behavior needs. Save your spot in the bootcamp today at taragrado.ca forward slash join to start your path on becoming the parent you want to be.